Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right. So sometimes we get to work with business owners that experience rapid growth in their business. Uh, and really what I like to say is at HSBC, we actually don't coach people to grow their businesses. We actually coach them to grow themselves as people. And as a result of that, as a byproduct of that, their business ends up growing as a result of their own personal growth and development. And so I want to give you a front row seat today on today's podcast. Uh, we've got Landon, our growth advisor. He sits down with one of our Rockstar members, uh, Nick, in Ontario. And Nick's going to talk about some key shifts that he made in his business um, to really explode the growth and really move from like an owner-operator to really being uh, an enterprising CEO with a team in place to help run his business. So uh, we've been so proud of Nick uh, and the work he's put in. Uh, and he's been one of our clients that I've had the privilege of working directly with. So I uh, hope that you enjoy his story, that you find some encouragement in it, um, and that you just see like this is just a glimpse um, of results that you can get when you go all in on your own learning. So hope that you enjoy today's conversation between Landon and Nick. What's going on, everybody? Landon here with, if you couldn't guess again, Home Service Business Coach. And good to have you uh, wherever you're listening or watching from the podcast or YouTube. I got a good client and I would uh, I would uh, venture to say friend. I'd venture to say good friend. Uh, Nick Presenhammer. Nick, how you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? Uh, awesome, buddy. Good. It's good to be speaking with you as always. Um, the last time me and Nick, uh, how long ago was Nashville? A couple weeks ago now? Yeah, Nashville was a couple of weeks ago now. We were at the Huge there, and it was nice yeah. seeing a bunch of the guys from the program there. Yeah, totally, man. No, it was good, good to always catch up, good to see. We explored some of the nightlife, too. So there's a bit of as much as there's work, there's a bit of uh, <laughs> bit of play. Work hard, play hard, yeah. Exactly, brother. <laughs> so uh, I just wanted to hop on here, everybody, and kind of interview Nick, because Nick, when you were the guy, you still stand out my mind, how many questions highly skeptical is this gonna work how could i trust you guys every question under the sun man um and just to see your progression man like dude like come on we'll, we'll get into that it's just been absolutely phenomenal to see nick not only grow his company but just kind of develop his mindset as well really shift from that technician to like the ceo and nick's gonna be crushing it uh, i have no doubt for decades to come so Nick, why don't you give the people what they want? Tell us a little bit of, you know, who the heck are you, man? Who's this kid? Like, wh where are you from? How old are you? What the heck got you into business? Just a little bit of background about yourself. Yeah, okay. So uh, I'm Nick. Uh, company's Gladiator Pro Wash. Uh, we're like just north of Toronto, so in southern Ontario, Canada. Uh, I'm 24, and I've been doing this for... I guess this is our third year as Gladiator, so about three years uh, with the company. Sweet, man. Awesome. And, and uh, did you come? Because what I always like to ask this question, what 
got you into it? Like, did you come from a family of entrepreneurs? Are you kind of trailblazing things from the front? Like, what the heck got you in? Like, hey, I want to be a business owner. What, what, what got you involved? Yeah, so I always knew I wanted to be a business owner. So uh, my dad, he's owned businesses like all his life. And he kind of told us, like I got three siblings and he told us all, like you can either go like the corporate route and like choose like a good job, get a good pension. It's a good life. Or you can go the business route. And like there's a lot more reward with the business route, but it is mm -hmm. a lot harder too. So, yeah. uh, you know, telling someone that's young like that, it's kind of like, oh, like I'd way rather the business thing. And, yeah. and so, yeah, like just seeing him growing up was like, no question in my mind. I definitely want to definitely want to pursue that. And, uh, and yeah, I've just always been motivated uh, to do that. Yeah. That's awesome, Nick. I love, love to hear that. Well, you, I think would be in a phenomenal position to what would be a, a piece of advice that you would give to someone who's looking to get into the home service space in general, some guys, or some gals even listening don't have kind of like the father figure or, or any, any mom and dad, like, Hey, I've taken this route. You can take either one, but like I, I started businesses. This is the route. Some people are like really battling not only their own mind, but like, what are other people going to think of me? My parents want me to get the city job, get the pension and work the nine to five men. Do you have any advice for somebody looking to get into the space? Yeah. Like it definitely, takes a certain type of person but if you have the urge to do it then like don't think you can't i would say mm. like biggest advice is just do it like you just you just got to do it and that you're never going to be ready but like it doesn't matter you'll figure it out and it's yeah. it's crazy but yeah it, like as long as you just keep at it it'll it'll work out love that love that Nick. great advice it reminds me of Ronnie Coleman, for those that don't know who Ronnie Coleman is, Nick, you know who Ronnie Coleman is, right? Of course, yeah, of course. How, how can you not the king? Uh, eight, <laughs> what was he? Eight time, I think, Mr. O. He says this line, it's so funny. There ain't nothing to it but to do it. And I love that because <laughs> there ain't nothing to it but to do it. Uh, right on your point. So, Nick, get us up to speed, man. Kind of how were the first couple years um, for you, man? And then kind of give us how business is going, you know, kind of, what are you doing? I see that you're out, out in the vehicle, man, you're looking clean. You got the clean polo on. It's nicely branded. Kind of how, how is business going now, man? Do you have how many employees you got, man? You got an office manager sales. How are things? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like the start was, was tough. The first couple of years, it's always tough. Like it's a grind. I was doing all the work. Um, and then, yeah, like, the first year was, it was brutal. <laughs> Second year, yeah. um, we were able to, to double and like it, it sort of started to become a little bit more of a business, but I was still very much like in the day to day in the truck and everything. Um, and then this year we grew, like, we're gonna, we're on track to do like over double again. That's always sort of the goal, like double. I mean, you can't always do that, but, but yeah, yep. we, we've really expanded this year and it's been going great. Like we got, uh, three trucks now uh, we have an office manager um, and then we have someone sort of in sales kind of uh, like yeah trying it out um, but yeah just trying to like just like Dave always talks about just fire yourself from every position and so yeah that's sort of that's sort of what I've been doing like the last thing is kind of sales so mm -hmm. I've just been trying to trying to work on that but yeah it's it's been going good it's been uh, it's 
it's been a big year so far like a lot of a lot of like mistakes but uh also just like so much growth so like i'm super mm -hmm. happy with where we're at yeah absolutely man and again like I'll, I'll even touch on it yet again to see the progression um because when we first spoke you were still doing the work i think you had and correct me if i'm wrong i think you had two guys with two, you two two three like yeah, yeah pretty much two it, it wasn't it was kind of and there were summer students and like yeah it wasn't very long it wasn't like full-time positions sort of thing yeah yeah but yeah. and then and now if we fast forward almost a year year later i mean you got the ops you got two crews you got the sales you're trying to like i said i love that you're firing yourself mm -hmm. from everybody uh every every mm -hmm. position so yeah again just tip my hat to you like well done it's awesome to see nick what we'll, we'll kind of segue, because we got to, I guess, talk about the program a bit. When was there like a moment that stands out in your mind that was like, man, I just need a mentor or coach? Like, was it, did you come on board for the speed? Was it for the knowledge? Were you continually bumping your head up against this lead issue or maybe the teams? I have this part-time. How do I get over these part-time summer workers? How do I go get year-long employees? Like kind of what was the moment and why why did you do it yeah so i can tell you exactly uh when i decided that i needed something more so i've i've been a, like a long time listener to the podcast i've mm -hmm. i've listened to probably every episode i mean definitely until up until i did the coaching i listened to every episode and i was always out doing the work and i remember i was cleaning a deck and it was like getting late in the day and I was listening to another one of the podcasts and like always trying to implement too at the same time. Like obviously Key. like it's, it's a lot of work, but, but I was just listening and like, there wasn't enough change, uh, but there still was a lot of help from the podcast. So I just thought like, what if I, you know, I was able to sort of double my business by listening to a free podcast. So what if I actually, you know, went into the program and, and sort mm -hmm. of actually got mentorship mentorship from you guys so like that's sort of when i thought like okay I, if i'm getting so much value from something for free like i should actually invest into it and uh and yeah since then it's just been well worth it so that's sort of when i realized i needed coaching it wasn't necessarily that i thought i needed this one but then just from realizing that the podcast was so helpful i was like yeah let's just do it yeah i love that love that nick yeah and guys, for everybody kind of thinking or, or like, if anybody knows Alex or Mosey, you know, Craig, you guys are good friends now. It's hilarious. You guys have a bromance. Uh, it's hilarious. <laughs> I think, yeah. Craig, I think you joined before Craig. I, I think, like, I think no, I, before, or was it after? Well, we'll see. So I, yeah, I remember I started and then like, I, I had to stop for a bit because I was away. That's right. Yeah. And that, I think Craig might have joined then. Yeah. Yeah. When I was away. Yeah. So maybe I did start before. Yeah. But it was like yeah. around the same time. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Around the same time. Because it was almost like you two were, have been speaking before the program. Because uh, the questions, <laughs> the the doubts, the you know, hey, man, I get the whole coaching thing. I like Hermosi, um, all these kind of different things. But it's just like, man, I don't know. Uh, and it's a big leap of faith. So it's just I was like, maybe these two guys are like both Canadians, both young guys, both absolute studs. 
maybe these guys mm -hmm. knew each other <laughs> beforehand and were chatting it out. But uh, no, it's kind of, it's, it's been, like I said, just a phenomenal journey uh, to see, man. And how is coaching? What you mentioned wasn't, you weren't like, I guess you, you had to learn, but what you've mentioned more is like mindset stuff. Just firing myself from every position, kind of really getting off the tools. It's all mentioning about of mindset. How has coaching shifted Nick Presenhammer's mindset when it comes to business or even life in general? Yeah, so um, it's like I'll I'll be honest, like I don't really think about the actual cleaning anymore at all. Whereas like last mm. year, it was all about like just yeah how okay, I got to fix this thing on the truck. Like I got to, you know, this has to be more efficient. Obviously like efficiencies like that is still a big part of it. But I just mean like my head is totally out of like the cleaning side of it. It's all about like trying to manage people and and then manage like the numbers with the business because that's all it is at, you know, mm -hmm. a certain point. You just got to look at the numbers and grow there. So yeah, I would say, sorry, what was the question again? Like, yeah, no, it's, it's uh, well, I think you've already answered it, my friend. How has coaching shifted your mindset? Uh, yeah, sounds like to me yeah. tools focus on the work which i mean we were at the huge convention not to call anybody out but man i spoke to hundreds of business owners and 90 percent of them are focused on in the business on the tools the equipment mm -hmm. i need to have the best this that they're not focused on numbers managing a team which is all what and you were there tommy Mello talked about right and this mm -hmm. guy's doing 250 million way above anybody uh, that the, mm -hmm. the, that I know, right? That, that, that we've been able to coach. So you're on the right path. If you, mm -hmm. if Tommy, if that's all Tommy thinks about his management profitability, mm -hmm. um, that again, guys, if you're listening, that should be kind of like that light bulb moment for you. Maybe the deck moment, like it was for Nick. Of mm -hmm. I've got to change. Whether it's with us or somebody else, like take some action, uh, mm -hmm. regardless like, of the stuff. Yeah, because like the way I think of it is is like so we have like a big goal in our company to you know make it like multiple multiple like millions is sort of what mm -hmm. we're what we're planning on and i think of it when i'm at that stage am i going to be thinking about you know that one window that we missed or like you know something wrong with like our squeegees like no like it's it's everything that it's just like when you listen to Tommy's podcast, like he's not talking about anything with the garage door. It's all about managing people about the numbers, all that. And that's where like my head's going to be at when I'm there. And so mm -hmm. that's why, like, why not think of that now and just focus on that and try and have people like, cause you can pretty much hire everything out for like 20, $25 an hour in the business. Right. So why not do that? And then, just focus on like the bigger picture stuff. And, and yeah, this is, mm. this is everything you guys talk about and it just, yeah, it makes so much sense in the end, but yeah, it's, it's not about the, the dirty window necessarily. It's, it's more about the, the numbers and just managing everything. Yeah, totally, man. Totally. And I guess you can answer the next question too. If like, what is a, a stereotypical day in the life of Nick, like if I was to take a video camera, we're going to film a, a YouTube vlog. Uh, what does that look like? You know, it, it sounds like to me, managing of people, uh, making sure the sales are getting done. Uh, just making sure the business is running smoothly while focusing on where we're going, keeping that bigger, bigger picture in mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. Morning, like we have uh, a huddle, like all the guys will come in in the morning and we'll just, 
go over some stuff. We have a guy sort of managing production now, so he's able to take on like all the questions and that sort of stuff. I will just focus on like things like just there's a lot of small stuff that I like to mention. Um, Just like, like we have like different things we do for marketing that I need to like make sure the guys are taken care of. I mean, you know, like our five rounds or yard signs, that sort of stuff. Um, And then, yeah, anything that like, if we have to, maybe I'll have to talk with one of the guys, you know, make sure everything's good. And then after that, they'll go out for the day and, and we try to keep all the calls to, to Drew's his name, like he'll sort of handle all the production issues. And then I'll just kind of focus on bigger stuff. Like Dave sort of said, like, I should always be thinking of like two, three months down the road. And so that's sort mm-hmm. of like right now, for example, like I'm working on uh, getting our stuff designed for like Christmas lights coming up and then maybe some snow removal we might do in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, like just sort of thinking ahead and then also managing, like there's always stuff that comes up, you know, with the office, like she might need some help with a certain quote. That's like a little bit different or, uh, mm-hmm. or the guy doing sales, like he needs some advice and, and it, yeah, it's just sort of like, it's like managing, it's managing mm-hmm. everything basically sort of thing. And, and yeah, like, then I'll have some calls. Um, I'm always trying to stay on the coaching calls and, and then have calls with other people too. Uh, meeting other business owners and uh yeah that's sort of like a, a day in the life and then making sure everyone gets home on time too that's big yeah man uh, employee centric customer driven and i heard this quote managing if you can learn how to effectively manage manage people you will be paid millions of dollars just to do that one skill so guys listening we get again caught up in, oh, I freaking power wash three homes today. I'm freaking the king, or I mowed 12 lawns today. I'm the shit. It's like, yeah, you did a good job, but there are much harder things. And you said entrepreneurship is challenging. There are much harder things than mowing a freaking lawn or becoming the best window cleaner. Like to effectively manage people like Nick is working towards that you, the reward the the risk to reward if you will is much greater much higher so i would even challenge anybody listening move out of your comfort zone move to harder stuff because you shouldn't be focused on becoming the best window cleaner you should be focused on empowering how you can train the best window cleaners to clean the window that should be the focus and that's going to take decades in order to do last question mm-hmm. nick what would be, I guess, uh, this question I'll kind of segue with too. What you were there, you're on the fence, all these thoughts. What would you tell somebody who's sitting on the fence right now with hiring a business coach in general? It doesn't even have to be us. And then do you have any last pieces of advice that you would give to other home service business owners uh, or other business owners in general, checking in, checking this out, watching this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, first off, so someone on the fence. Uh, I would say like back to my first piece of advice is like, you just got to jump in. Like when you're starting, like you just got to jump in and do it. Like mm-hmm. when you realize you kind of, you plateau and like, look, everyone's going to have a moment or a time in their business where it's like, how do I get to the next level? And like, you can figure it out. Like there is ways without coaching to figure it out. You, you know, you just got to do it and eventually it can work out. But like, why not? 
invest into like yourself and then just get the answers right away. Like it's like mm -hmm. this program, like you guys, there's so many guys who have already done it. Like it's just the answers are out there and they're not that hard. It's just, it takes a little bit of work to do, you know, mm -hmm. like it, it's not like, it's not very intelligently hard. It's just difficult. You know, you just got to put in the work and do it, but yeah, to not do coaching and wanting to get to like that next level, like, especially if your goal is like rapid growth, like you can grow 10% each year without coaching. Like if, if you want to do that, that's fine. But like, if you really want to make it to that next level, um, yeah, I would say it's just, it's one of those things that you kind of just got to jump into and mm -hmm. yeah, justify yeah. it. But, um, yeah, it's like, nothing's going to change if you don't make a decision, you know? Mm. Oh, I'm going to yeah. have to steal that line. Come on now. <laughs> Nothing's going to change if you don't make a decision. Mm -hmm. Man, that's gold. Because like on the sales training, man, and what I've kind of deduced with communication and, and selling, if you will, is people, you can remove everything. I think the core of this is exactly what you said. People don't want to make a decision because they don't want to be wrong. And obviously nobody wants to get taken advantage of, but people just don't like to be wrong. I think that that's kind of the core and the essence. And that goes right to your point, Nick. You just got to freaking make the decision, regardless of what the decision is, and go for it. And ask yourself, think, what's the net positive? What's the net negative? What's the risk staying where I'm at? What's the risk with taking that leap of faith and implementing it and moving forward, man? Love that. Yeah. So Any, I guess yeah. last piece of advice. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I would say... I would say, and this is something that I learned this year is like, when you're growing, you're going to be like uncomfortable. And, and if you're not uncomfortable, then you're not growing. And like the more uncomfortable, obviously it has to be justified. Like, you know, don't go into huge debt or whatever, but you know, like, yeah, if, if you're going to make a leap, it's, it's going to feel like shitty at first, but Oh, sorry, I don't know if I can swear on the Funny, you, you, It's but, all good, brother. <laughs> Let her fly. But uh, but yeah, that, that's what that's what I would say. And that's something that I really realized this year. And that's what coaching really helped me with was it was like I would freak out about a decision like, oh, my God, like I have to hire. I have to like, for example, this year, like starting out the year, like we had like two, three ish guys like last year and like students, not it wasn't like a huge team and it weren't really full-time guys. And so going into this year, there's still snow on the ground. And my coach is telling me like, you gotta, you gotta hire like four or five guys right now. And I've never had that amount of guys on payroll, no jobs booked. Like, of course we knew jobs were going to come in and we have people that like past clients that we call and stuff. So it wasn't like our first year. Right. But, but still it's like, yeah, it, 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 I was, I was terrified and like, I'm still terrified, you know, but now I know it's just part of the process. And, and so I don't really, I just, I try not to think of the problem, just think of the solution because there always is one if there's a problem. And that's what someone told me recently. And it makes a lot of sense. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, that's, that's my last piece of advice. Just, yeah, yeah. you're either growing or you're dying and growing is uncomfortable. Yeah. I love that. Cause once you solve one problem, you find the solution and then another problem arises and this, and everybody knows this, this is life. And that was kind of the piece of advice your dad gave you, right? It's like, it's going to be, a, there's a lot more reward, 
but in order for something to be more rewarding, <laughs> you have to go through, and I'm going to even follow up on your language. You have to go through a lot of shit <laughs> in mm. order to get there. Uh, so Nick, where can people connect with you? Where can people find you? If, for example, somebody's listening to uh, you and they're like, man, I really like this guy. I would love to get my house cleaned by kind of what's your website? How, how can they give a contact? Like, how can they contact you, man? And, and if you want, this is uh, totally up to you. What's the best way for somebody to connect with the uh, the man himself, Nick? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, don't be afraid to reach out. I'm, I'm always open to that. You can hit me up on my personal number. It's, uh, 226-332-6375. Uh, Gladiator Pro Wash is the company name. So if you just type in uh, www.gladiatorprowash.ca. Um, that's where you can find our website. Uh, we're on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Just type in the name and you'll see it. Um, yeah, no TikTok. Maybe one day. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, but yeah, the, like you can reach out if if you have any questions at all. Like that's a big thing too. Like you'll see guys that are have made it far that they're, they're always open to talk and and that's that's huge because all you got to do is ask and people will give you the answers. Mm -hmm. Just like Tommy Mello said, his uh, favorite word in the world is ask right on stage mm -hmm. at the huge go for and no. For... Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Brother. <laughs> well, Nick, I greatly appreciate your time, man. So good to catch up with you uh, guys. As always, um, if you're struggling with your business, like do what Nick did, do what uh, Craig did, do what hundreds of others have done at least schedule a call because I can't guarantee And Nick, I told you this from the get go. I don't know if we can help you, man. And we got to figure out if we like each other. Cause if I don't like it. We're just not going to work together. And if we can't help you, I'm not going to get you into something you don't need. Right. So guys like take that leap of faith. Literally it's a friggin' phone call, half an hour phone call. You're not going to be hard sold as some people will. Nick, were you, were you hard sold by me? Like were you pre no, no, pressured no. into this? No, <laughs> No, 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 give you, no. Exactly. Give you the relevant information for you to make the best informed decision for you to move forward, whether that's yes or no. doesn't really matter to me. Uh, let's just get you the help that you need. So, uh, Nick, uh, everybody hit up, hit up Alec or hit up uh, Nick uh, on his website. You can contact him as well. I appreciate your time, Nick. It was uh, so good. To, so good to speak with you and catch up. Yeah. Thanks, man. Good talking. You as well, man. Take care. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.